Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your host, Parker Ullman. Welcome back, or welcome to the Burning Quads podcast, a show about all things collegiate cycling. This week is the fourth show in the five-part series where I've been chatting to some of our collegiate mud fund athletes. If you've never heard of this program before, this is a fund funded through the USA Cycling Foundation to raise money for year-round support of cyclocross athlete development and competition support. In addition to cultivating grassroots efforts, providing opportunities to young athletes, and then opening development pathways to elite-level competition. If this sounds like an interesting program to you, you can learn more on the USA Cycling Foundation website, including if you'd like to donate to this program as well. Um, I have a great show coming up today. Not too long ago, I spoke with Katie Klaus, a current sophomore at Colorado Mesa University, well, going, I guess going into her sophomore year. Um, we discussed how Katie got into cycling, lifelong friendships she has made through the sport, and opportunities that she was able to take advantage of thanks to the Mud Front program. So I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Katie. Katie? Oh, hi. Sorry, I couldn't figure out how to do this. <laughs> no worries. I haven't used this before, so it's been... Okay, I think I got it, though. <laughs> cool. How's, how's, how's things been for you with everything going on? Uh, as good, I mean, as it can be, I guess. <laughs> Has the transition to online classes been smooth, or has that been a little rough? Um, it's been... I have most of my, Half of my classes are online, uh, but like my, like I take microbiology and that comes with like a lab. So that's kind of been difficult, but I mean, everyone kind of has to go through it. So they're making it as best as they can. For sure. Well, yeah. I imagine it's it was a little hard to do lab work from your, from your house. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been okay. I actually just registered for classes this morning for next semester, which is kind of exciting. Sweet. Anything that uh, looks super exciting or is it all still like a bunch of gen eds? No, I'm kind of done with all my gen eds. So I'm more, I was actually in pre-nursing, um, but I switched my major to exercise science. Um, so I'm taking... I have to take chem, which I'm not very excited about, but um, I'm taking like applications of physical fitness and prescription. Um, and I just take math. <laughs> uh, what else? And a CPR class um, and foundations of kinesiology. So that's cool. Sweet. I know nothing about that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So, well, yeah. So yeah, thanks for hopping on this call with me. I just kind of a, a set of questions, kind of just going through your, your racing experience so far. Um, talk a little bit about the different opportunities that you've had over the years. Um, so we'll hop right in with, uh, when did you first hop on a bike? 
were you was that like um, age three age four something like that yeah I mean I started just because my parents moved when my brother my brother's two years older than me um so my parents are from the east coast originally and moved out to park city so we could ski and bike basically <laughs> um so I pretty much got on a bike like when I was born <laughs> but um I started just like riding riding around like my neighborhood probably when I was like three or four I was probably the last kid to get off the trainer wheels though <laughs> my dad always likes to remind me of that <laughs> everyone else in my neighborhood could ride with only two wheels and I still had four <laughs> well, look but, where that got you though I mean yeah <laughs> Um, but I actually, I was a ski racer before I was a bike racer. Um, and I definitely thought ski racing was going to be the long-term goal, but I started racing mountain bikes probably at eight, uh, and then kind of started to get better at that than ski racing. So yeah, I, I mean, I raced my first nationals, I think when I was eight or nine, for for mountain bike yeah gotcha so why was it just that like did you just fall in love with cycling more than ski racing or was it just that you no i i even like like two or three years into racing mountain bikes and cyclocross and road i still thought i was gonna be a ski racer i was like ah this mountain biking is just for like training in the summer and like i don't i'm definitely going to be a ski racer but uh, biking just kind of started taking over most of my time and not that I like liked it more. It just like, I just started doing it more and started skiing less. Like when I would race cycle cross, I would have to miss a ton of racing for skiing and training. So it kind of just got to the point where I needed to pick. Um, I still like loved skiing and I really still wanted to do it, but I kind of just like knew that biking was my thing <laughs> for sure so started racing um at like eight or nine what was racing like as a junior for you was that something that grew you a part of a team or was it still a bunch of individual results or was it um, semi team focused i raced for a low i never actually have raced on a junior team i raced for my uh, local bike shop when I was probably uh, probably until I was like 13 or 14 probably 13 um, and then on road ever since I've been racing for uh, the team I'm on now DNA who they're based out of Salt Lake um, so I started like guest riding for them but I've always raced with like adults basically <laughs> like either boys when I was really young or I started racing like I don't know like cat three and then when I started racing cycle cross, I would race A or B women, which is always like older women. Um, so, I mean, the only time I really raced my own age group was nationals. So, yeah, <laughs> it was kind of just like, I think I, I mean, I had all of these, like I would race these local crit series and it would all be with an adult, with the adults. And it was never, never really raced with juniors <laughs> so interesting so do you think that's definitely um influenced how you're 
you're racing now? I mean, just kind of doing a little perspective. Yeah, I think so. Like I definitely like kind of learned the sport, I think faster and learned how to like read a race better. Um, I wouldn't say like, I mean, it definitely made me stronger as a person and it definitely like, I mean, and I definitely wanted to be like on a junior team, but there just wasn't like a lot of like options like that gave me full support. And, you know, my bike shop uh, did a lot and gave me bikes and kits and it was kind of just the best option and it was great. I mean, and then I had DNA helping me out and I went to races with them and guest road. And then it kind of turned into like my, my team of five years, six years. So did you have any mentors while you were racing as a junior with those, those adults that you mentioned? Was there someone that you definitely kind of looked up to and provided some guidance to you? Yeah. I mean, there was, a lot like I had a mentor probably for every discipline like when I first cycle cross like I would my dad and I would drive over to um to Colorado every weekend basically to race because the races uh weren't sanctioned USAC sanctioned here so I would try to go over and get points and like I would have like Meredith Miller and like all like Nicole Duke and all those people helped me. And then like my team base, like I had uh, Heather Fisher and Lord DiCrescenzo um, that I started, they were on DNA when I was guest riding when I was really young. And I mean, my director, Kathy and Alex Kim, they pretty much, they pretty much helped me grow up through the sport. So <laughs> it was nice having adults to that I was always with because it definitely helped me grow up a lot and yeah <laughs> very cool um so you're getting towards the end of your u18 u19 u18 years um how'd you end up at cmu it was that just the one school that you looked at where there's other schools that in contention with yeah I definitely I mean I definitely wanted to stay on pretty much in on the west coast and in the west uh part of the united states because i i mean i grew up in park city so i'm not really i don't get me wrong i love the east coast but i'm definitely not um somewhere i i don't think i could live there just because i love the mountains um so i mean CMU was probably the best pick. And like, I, I talked to Brian a lot, like even before I was um, looking at colleges, I was still talking to Brian because I knew some of the girls that had gone to CMU. And I mean, he was really supportive. Um, and it just kind of seemed like the best fit for me. Uh, like he definitely uh, helped me get, I mean, as of right now, he's been helping me a lot with my schedule and, trying to get me like in with good teachers and help my travel schedule and stay up in school and he's been really awesome so is Pat uh the two coaches there so I think it was the best possible way I could go I looked at other non-cycling schools um but just school is so expensive and you know you don't make a ton of money in cycling so I'd rather kind of come out of school with no student debts and have, I mean, it's, it's a great school academically and, um, 
collegiate wise. So it was, yeah, I'm really excited about being here and it, Grand Junction's great. The riding's great. My mountain bike skills have definitely gotten a lot better. <laughs> I've definitely gone off things that I wouldn't have gone off last year. <laughs> um, so it's definitely like brought me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Um, so was there, is there a level of ease racing with fellow collegiate athletes then, um, thinking about more of like the UCI U23 races yeah. that you've done? Yeah, I was, so after road worlds, I, well, actually before road, I had done, I was training for road worlds at the beginning of the school year. And my kind of agreement with, with Brian was just to basically do road and cross. Um, and they were in the middle of collegiate mountain bike season and they were doing some short track and cross country races that were close to CMU. So I decided to hop in, in one of the short track races, um, while I was training for road worlds. Um, and I realized like how much fun it was just like, it wasn't just like, you know, it, I didn't have nerves about it. It was just like a fun race to be with like a bunch of people my age and, you know, hang out with my collegiate team. Cause I hadn't really gotten to do that a lot and bond with them. Um, so I talked to Brian and Pat about it and we kind of decided you have to get three starts to race, uh, mountain bike nats. So I was like, I want to race mountain bike nats. <laughs> and I actually missed my, one of my first cycle cross races for it. But I mean, I'm so glad I did it because it was like such a good experience with the team and like there was no pressure at all and it was so much fun and I got to like really like bond with my coaches and bond with my team and I think it was a great experience and yeah. So I think you've touched on it a little bit but what do you think makes collegiate cycling special and, and unique amongst all the difference from your from racing as a junior to U23 outside of collegiate racing to versus racing as an elite? I think like what makes it like so great is that you have all these kids around you that are kind of going through the same thing. Like we're all in school. We're all trying to like do something with our lives and like be a better cyclist while also at the same time, like have fun and be a kid. And I think collegiate cycling offers like a great, like in between of that, like it's serious, but also like you're just having like the best time with your team. Um, and like you want to do well, but you get that like that opportunity to have like like that moment like with your team and just be I don't know it's it's definitely a lot less pressure than racing a UCI race, um, but I mean at the same time everyone's still there and training and showing up to do the best they can, which is awesome. For sure, that makes complete sense. Totally agree. Um, and I know your your time with CMU has been, I mean, it's short. I mean, you're just you're just starting. Um, but any fun memories so far with the team? Um, and this could be during the race, off the bike, kind of just. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, again, I think there's been like a lot of like we always like our cycling room is kind of where everyone like gathers and we all like see each other and like I can talk to the coaches whenever I want. So there's always been like really good stuff then, but like, honestly, like mountain bike nets was probably like the best week I've like ever had on a bike. It was like complete, like everyone was calm. Everyone was having fun. And like, we were in the, 
we CMU has never won an overall um, Omnium championship and we were winning the first day and it's like four days and we were in front of Fort Lewis and <laughs> like the whole week we we're like kind of on edge but like we we're like we can do this like we can beat them um, and it pretty much came down to the relay and uh, we didn't win but we did get enough points where we could keep the overall Omnium championship so after that when we found out that we won like everyone like started yelling and it was like a really cool moment so that was pretty awesome sweet and then we got big rings <laughs> that, <laughs> which is kind of cool <laughs> um so how is i mean i mean so you're doing that but then you're also hopping in those bigger uci races for cyclocross and um how do you think you've figured out how to strike a balance between your collegiate racing and your UCI stuff? I think this year actually went pretty perfect, honestly. Like, it's going to be a little harder this year to figure it out. But, I mean, I came back from Road Worlds, sort of took – it was like my break this year after Road Worlds was kind of just like riding my mountain bike if I wanted to because Collegiate Nationals was two weeks later. So, like, every day I did, like, an hour on my mountain bike just going downhill, having fun with my collegiate friends. Um, and I was like, so ready for collegiate nationals. And then that just like set me up perfectly pretty much for the rest of the season. Like I came into the first race of the weekend and had like a pretty good couple days. Um, and then I did a couple more races and I mean, I didn't, I felt like perfect. Like, I think we did just like perfect amount of rest and training for it. Um, and then unfortunately I got sick for a while but honestly it kind of worked out because it gave me like I think a break that I needed um and then I went into nationals and had a really good weekend uh and then I went to Europe and (laughs) crashed and had to take a break again which I think actually was okay because then I went into Spain and was did like probably the biggest week of training I had ever done but I mean, the next three weeks went really well. So I think this season was pretty much set up perfect. It is hard to uh, to balance everything, but like Jim Lehman, my coach, and I have like talked about everything. And like, I think we set up a pretty good schedule. Um, it's gonna be a little bit different this year since I have, uh, I'm gonna be doing a full cross season because I don't have road worlds. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think we can set it up pretty well and he's really good about like, I'm, I'm good at, we both really good at communication and like knowing when I need a break and when I can push harder. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's all about pretty much communication. Definitely. Communication is key. Um, so how has USA cycling and the team atmosphere around or riding for Team USA Cycling played in your cycling development. Um, is there was there something that you didn't expect being a part of the USA Cycling team, or was there just some like weird? Or like were there like preconceptions that you had about being on the like on the national team, and then you're actually on the team, and it's like, oh, USA Cycling does X, Y, and Z. Yeah. 
Um, I think they pretty much they do a great job overall, like supporting their athletes. Um, I know Jesse for cyclocross, Jesse Anthony really stepped up this year to make the cyclocross program like a, a lot like better. Like we, it has it's been great like it, throughout all my years racing cyclocross, but this year like especially like we brought over a ton of new girls and um, junior boys and girls. Um, over to the early block to get them some experience. And then like you really stay in contact um, with everyone trying to see how they're doing. And like, um, uh, but I think like they do a great job with like communicating with our, with the athletes and making sure like everything's okay. Um, I'm not the, I mean, for road, we also do a great job. Like we won a world championship and, both junior junior uh, categories so that was pretty cool I mean we do a great job at developing the athletes I'm not sure about I'm sure they also do a very good job on the mountain bike side I haven't been over there uh, with USA for mountain biking but um, for road and cross uh, they've definitely taken a better like more of an interest in junior junior categories which I'm thankful for because I know that they haven't done that in the past and they kind of started doing that the last couple years um especially women so I'm glad to be a part of like kind of the new generation that people are starting to take more interest in junior women and kind of u23 women as well very cool and like so with that said now kind of like flip it around do you see with all the positives that the sport is seeing especially with what usa cycling is doing focusing on the juniors and whatnot are there still any like sticking points or problem spots that you would like to see resolved in the upcoming years just to kind of improve the sport um i think overall we do a I don't think it's more of USA cycling problem, USA cycling's problem. I think it's more of, I mean, the UCI, like for example, like we still don't have a U23 women's program. We just got separate 1718 and U23 program for cross. Um, I don't, I think that USA cycling is probably doing the best that they can to develop their athletes. Um, but I think, all of our nations really need to probably put a bigger investment. Well, I, I guess that's from my, my opinion that we do need to put a bigger investment into women. I mean, I think every girl thinks that, but for to not still have a U23 women's program when most of the world tour women are under 23 is kind of ridiculous. I mean, I think that it's great that they've started to make a 1718 and a U23 program for cyclocross. And I think we're going to see a lot more women start to come into the sport. And I think that there is enough women to totally make a U23 road program. I just don't think some people want to invest in that, but I don't, again, like, I don't think that's USA. I mean, I think everyone kind of needs to put more, time and money into that which I get there's not a lot of money to be put into it so it's I don't know it's kind of a weird topic <laughs> for sure for sure yeah I just just wanted to float it past you and see what you yeah. thought about it um so what do you think I mean of the of the disciplines that you've 
participated in road mountain and cyclocross is there one that you definitely like over the other or do they do you kind of see them all on the same plane uh i definitely i don't think i have a favorite i think i love i mountain biking has taken probably the backseat of all the disciplines um i've definitely put my focus more on cross and road which is kind of a bummer because mountain biking has been like my mountain bike is my favorite thing like i love just going at because i live in park city so the mountain biking is so good here and like i love being able to just train on my mountain bike and i mean racing is different mountain biking is so hard um competitively and like I get out and try to do a race every once in a while and I'm like oh wow (laughs) like I know why I need to ride my mountain bike more if I want to race um but I like I think road and cross have definitely been more of like put more I put more attention to it and I think that's just because I've had like I mean I've had alpha and now cannondale for cross and um and dna has just given me so much support on the road that i feel like i've kind of just needed to put those in as my priority but i definitely think that i want to make mountain biking kind of more of my priority in the next couple years um but we'll see (laughs) for sure so do you see like like does each one of the so it's kind of a trifecta of all three do you see like each discipline helping you in the other disciplines so do yeah. you find that like your road stuff is helping your cyclocross and cyclocross vice versa to mountain yeah i definitely think like um mountain biking is i don't think i would be the cyclocross racer i am without mountain biking because of my like the skills that mountain biking has given me obviously for road as well and like i think also it just is perfect because i i can't just train for six months and not race in the winter (laughs) like it gives me like good motivation to keep training and keep racing and keep my fitness up and keep be fit and so i think it definitely all of them help so much um and yeah i don't think i would ever i could ever pick just one so for sure i i would be in the same boat (laughs) if i did all three i would be in the same boat but (laughs) i don't race all three so (laughs) um well cool so kind of like changing gears to a more lighter topic um you do live in a a very nice mecca for uh, mountain biking but what is your favorite place to ride? And that's road, dirt, gravel here in the U.S. outside um, when you're doing some of your training over in Europe. Um, yeah. Um, well, Spain was really nice. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The riding there was incredible. Um, I'm definitely like I love places that have like mountains that I can like. I think Spain has definitely by far been my favorite place to train. Um I love the training here. The problem is Park City is, I love the mountain biking here. I love the road riding as well, but the problem is Park City is super small. So in a three hour ride, you basically cover all of Park City. (laughs) Um, So I kind of do the same thing every single day, but Salt Lake, if you go down to Salt Lake, there's tons of canyons that you can do, but um, I don't really go down to Salt Lake a lot unless I ride down there with some of my teammates. But yeah, I think Spain, mountain biking here is probably my favorite. Um, but the road riding as of right now is Spain. 
it was awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, you're, most of your, uh, of your cyclocross um, teammates that I've interviewed for Team USA have definitely said the same thing. Yeah. Spain is definitely on there. On I've the been list. to a couple places. I've been, um, I've been three times to Spain, each a different place every time. And every time the riding has like been incredible. So yeah. I'll definitely, every conversation I have, it's like, I guess I have to go to Spain now. I know. It's so great. (laughs) (laughs) Very sweet. Okay. um, So I talked to actually Eric um, over at UC Boulder yesterday Mm -hmm. um, and I floated this past him. I realized that he's sort of into fashion. So what's your take on the whole sunglasses trend right now? I mean, we're getting, it seems like they're getting bigger and bigger. Do you think we'll ever go back to like the frames that we saw in the nineties where they're super skinny, like they just look like that decade. Do you think we'll ever go back to that or we'll just skip that decade entirely and go to something Uh, else? I think we're probably going to skip that decade. Actually, I don't know because as like time goes on, I see like sometimes like in like clothes, we'll start like a group of people start wearing something and it'll be like, and like my mom will be like, oh, that's like what we wore. Like, why are they doing that? So like, so maybe we'll go back to that, but I'm not really, I don't really honestly care what I, like, I'm really okay with like what I, like I have really good sponsors and I'm, you know, I actually don't have a glasses sponsor for cross. So I kind of just wear what, like I had like hand-me-down Oakley's. uh, So I don't really just, I kind of just ride with whatever. I mean, yeah, I don't really, I don't really care that much about what I ride with. Good, more about the love of the sport, less about the fashion. But <laughs> very cool. Um, so, what is something that I mean? You've done a handful of interviews that I've seen. Basically, when you CX Magazine, you you cross the finish line at a, at nationals, and they catch you for three minutes. Um, like doing those versus doing more long format, which I guess you could say this is. Um, but is there something that you normally don't share in interviews that could be something about yourself or that you're just super interested in like a little factoid or whatever? Um, well, I'm definitely a cat lady. I'm probably going to have like 10 cats when I'm older, (laughs) but I think a lot of people honestly know that about me. (laughs) Um, a lot of my close friends know that. Um, and I'm really into, um, like, so my big thing and like, I'm not like, I, I really like school, but what I'm really into is biology and like learning about like this, I this is not like this COVID-19 thing is like, actually, I, I don't like it, but it's super interesting to me because I like love learning about these kinds of things. Um, I'm kind of like a bio nerd, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't really like... I'm, yeah, I, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I'm pretty much an open book. I'm not, I, I like to bike and <laughs> and do school and have friends and have fun. So <laughs> good. A good balance of all. Yeah. No, yeah. that's good. Very good. Um, so kind of just lastly, kind of like tie things all together. Um, looking back at your racing career so far, um, is there any advice that you would give to juniors that you would have knew, known back then um, that would have set things up differently? Or are you pretty happy with how things played out and you really wouldn't have it any other way? Um, I, 
I definitely think I would. So when I was around 14 years old, 14 or 15, I kind of started to like step away almost from the sport because I was so invested in it when I was younger and like winning like 12 or 11, 12 national or 13, 14 national championships was like my whole life that I kind of like got, I like wasn't having a normal childhood when I probably should have been because no one's really gonna, I mean, no one's really gonna look back and be like, oh, we want her because she won 11, 12 national championships. Like, I kind of realize that now, but I didn't when I was younger. And I, like, made that, like, my whole life and, like, didn't really focus on, like, like, making the friends that I would, like, have, like, for the rest of my life and, like, um, making memories, like, as a kid um, because I kind of just spent all of my time focused on like perfecting that like kind of uh aspect of my life um and it got like I got so into it that like by the time I had done it for so long I was just so over it (laughs) so I kind of took a step back and was like okay like you have to be able to balance this like you have to be able to go out there and hang out with your friends and have fun have a normal life also like Like sometimes you just need to take a day off because it's not going to kill you and go out and have fun with your friends. (laughs) Like I kind of like figured that out and like cycling has gotten like a lot better. Like, I mean, I love, I love the sport and I love training. Like, and sometimes it just didn't feel like that. And I like realized like if I want to do this for the rest of my life, like I have to learn how to balance that basically. And yeah. And I have, which, um, you know, I, I have like a ton, like I've made like pretty much, I've made like my friends that I'm going to have for my lifetime already. Like I've, I've made sure that like I have friends and I have fun, but I also like stay focused in school and stay focused in training. Um, and that's definitely like given me a great balance and like made life a lot more fun. (laughs) very cool you should you should uh pursue a professional speaking career i think you do really well <laughs> oh thanks actually i'm like i get i i don't think I'm the best in interviews when people ask me i always like uh i don't know but that's good that's good to know <laughs> so keep that in the back of your mind but thank you katie i really appreciate your time um i hope you hopefully you'll uh take a listen to this once this comes out and share this with your, uh, with your teammates and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, hope everything goes well for you this, uh, remainder of the summer. And well, I guess it's not summer yet, but yeah, (laughs) the summer into, into fall and I'll hopefully uh, see you at cyclocross nationals. Yeah, Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good rest of your week. You as well. Thank you for listening to the Burning Quads podcast.